Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, and it's going to be a little different today. We do have my dad, but he's going to sound a little different. He, uh, COVID is screwing everything up, as everyone knows, so we're doing it over the phone. So my co-host and dad, Brian Flesh. Hey there. Yes, it's uh really strange doing it like this but for uh precautionary purposes we're trying to be safe like everyone else yeah it's so. uh it's completely different um the sound quality is not going to be as good so bear with us <clears throat> literally as we <laughs> speak of bear with stuff uh we watched the game last night and I think I'm past the point of even being mad anymore. And this is absolutely hysterical on all levels, how bad we really are. It, it was, it was brutal. I, I'm kind of with you. I'm a little bit just kind of in, I don't know, maybe it's kind of frozen mode. I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, we looked historically awful. Um, you know, uh, I, I know you're probably going to get to this, but you know, uh, Matt Nagy called out his own players. I mean, this is, it's, it's bizarre. I, I did not hear about this. You want to go into more detail? Yeah. He, he, yeah, he basically, um, was saying that, um, Hey, players show a little pride in yourselves, um, you know, uh, we looked so bad out there, you know, basically calling them out, telling them they, they didn't have enough pride in themselves and the way they played, which really is a signal to me that he has lost the locker room. When you start to do that, that's what really bad teams do. When the coaches publicly start calling out their players that's when the ship is starting to truly take on water. And yeah. I believe that's where we're at right now, son. Yeah, I do too. It's taking on water. It's really bad. It's bad on all fronts. Everything is just horrible. He was asked after the game uh, by the Chicago Times if he was uh, considered, uh, he was asked about his own job security. He put, no, I'm not. He plainly said, then he said, a lot of people are, though. What, what, does that mm. even, what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. What does that even mean? I, I mean, buddy, he, you're the coach. Like, what? 
I, I don't. I'm, I'm just blown away. I just read that, and I'm very confused by it. Like right off the rip, I'm. Oh, I, I am too. I mean, my first thought was, what, what are you even saying with that statement? Like, are you agreeing with it? Or you're not agreeing with it? Like, what, well, I, I think, you're just kind of leaving it hang out there. I, I think his job is at risk. I mean, look. I think you brought up a good point earlier with the defense and how bad they really are. And it's it's unbelievable. Our defense, sorry. Our defense actually, sorry, I got distracted. I'm looking at too many things. Let me start that take over again. Um, what I want to say is I think you were spot on with losing the locker room. I mean, you could clearly see it in our defense. That's the first time all year where I have watched a team completely give up, completely yeah. just give up. I, I mean, we were getting pushed around on that defensive. Uh, our defensive line was getting pushed around like I've never seen before. I mean, people were actually physically being manhandled almost entirely. Um, we, we were late to the ball. We were late to getting to our tackles. I mean, it was the defense has been the one shining spotlight on this whole season that's made it at least bearable. And last night we were taken apart by uh, Green Bay's offense. I mean, literally manhandled, literally. Yeah, it was. So I mean, where do you where do you go from here? I mean, it's just like. It was a. It was. Let's face it. It was a national embarrassment. I mean, it really the, was. The end score was a lot closer than what it really was. We got some garbage time there at the end. Well, I wanted but it was to, a blowout. Let's face it. I wanted to address to all the fans that were sitting here saying how they want Mitch and Mitch will give us a better chance uh, than Foles. You can clearly see how bad this kid really is. He cannot play at this level. Like, he can't even be a backup, man. It's... Yeah, I, I think he proved it last night. I mean, he's got... You know what's most frustrating about this loss? Is we're coming off of a a bye, and we lose 41-25 to 25 in a game that's not even close. Also... I am so tired of Matt Nagy blowing smoke up our ass. Like, we're not stupid, Matt. Like, don't sit here and tell us that Mitch had one of the best practices he's ever seen and so forth and so forth, and then he goes out and he plays like that. Like, where are you? I know. You need to start calling out Mitch. You need to say, like, it is what it is. It's not personal against Mitch, and... He's not good. I mean, look, Nick Foles is not great. Okay, we know that. But he's going to give you a better chance than Mitch. It's it's horrible. I mean, our whole team last night, that was the first time where you really saw the locker room being lost. Oh, yeah. You, you know, yeah, I, I want to second what you said, Ty, because – any, any more with Matt Nagy, when I hear him speak about the team and do the raw, raw, just boom, boss stuff, 
all I hear anymore is blah, 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 blah. It just doesn't even matter what he says because it's the same thing over and over again. We watch Mitch throw into double coverage, triple coverage, overthrow guys, underthrow guys. I mean, it was a classic Mitch Trubisky game. And he didn't really show up. He didn't even look like he really knew what the offensive plays were at times, given where he put the ball or didn't put the ball. He really looked completely out of sync. So we have trouble in River City, my friend. Can I just give you a quote? Why Matt Nagy blows smoke up our ass as fans? Like he acts like we weren't watching the game. He acts like everything's okay. And I, I like, I don't understand how he doesn't feel how he can't. I get that there's no fans in the stadium, but coach, we're, we're there too. We're watching what you're watching. Listen to this quote. Obviously we struggled mightily on offense. We had field position. We couldn't convert on that. It overshadows how well our defense played. It's been a consistent theme. It's been the same stuff over and over. Hey, our defense did not play well. Now, one of those touchdowns, again, Mitch fumbled. He threw two interceptions. One, he gave up a fumble. The, The kid has no vision, no eyes. He really padded his stats in garbage time. But but again, I'm not gonna get on. I'm not I'm not gonna get on him for that. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna get yeah, on. He, no, I was just gonna say right, I'm not gonna get. He Mitch, is who he yeah. is. Yeah, he yeah exactly. You know, it's it's not like we didn't know um, what kind of talent we were putting on the field, regardless of what Nagy said. We knew the kind of talent that we would put on the field at the quarterback position. And all those, and if there really are truly Bear fans out there that really believe that Mitch was the answer after seeing Mitch earlier in the year, well, I, I, I hope he woke up last night because yeah. he's, he's not the answer and he's never going to be the answer. So this is going to be and a little awkward. To it. This is going to be a little awkward because we're not face to face. Usually we can do this type of thing, but uh, just going to be as transparent as I can. I have to pee real quick. We're expecting a call uh, in about three minutes. So you go ahead and keep talking about whatever you want to talk about, and I'll jump right back in real quick. That sounds good. So I think the thing that, that most disturbs me at this point in time is what we do moving forward. Um, because it, it just it seems like we're going to end up with uh, definitely a losing record. I, I don't even see us going, you know, 500 um, this year. And but we're not going to lose enough to get a good draft pick. So once again, we're going to be stuck right in the middle of a place where it's going to be highly questionable, gang, whether we're able to get a quarterback. Now, could we could we trade up? Absolutely. Could we make some? some picks and try to um, get a number one quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I think that's possible. But once again, when we do that, we are betting all of the house money 
if we have to trade one or two first round draft picks to to come up and really get a top notch quarterback in the first round. I I just don't know how we do this um, in a year. I, I I really would like to hear from some of you folks out there about what what's realistic that can happen in the next year in terms of not only draft picks, but just in terms of, of trades in general. And specifically, you know, are we what what's gonna happen in Aggie? I personally think his job is very much at risk. I think Ryan Pace's job is very much much at risk. I I think the whole organization needs to be looking at um, where they are and look themselves squarely in the mirror and actually see what's there. We we need to be honest with ourselves. What we truly have. Did I hear you? Are you back, Ty? Yeah, I'm back. Um, no, I I heard most of that. I look. I mean, hopefully we will get to uh, ask someone here shortly. Um. It look the whole thing is just I, I to me personally I feel like I I just I feel like Pace and Nagy have already lost their job if it's up to me like that's just I don't know how anyone could defend that I don't know where you go from there with them I don't understand at all. Uh, even though the remaining schedule of teams, other than playing Green Bay again, which which is a winning team, um, I think the remaining schedule are, are basically teams that are under 500. I, I don't even see us right, winning out, nor do right, I want to Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to put you on hold and have okay. to catch a call. Okay. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hey, I am going to merge the calls uh We uh, had a little COVID exposure, so my dad's also on the phone line. So here, it's going to be a little different, but I'm going to try to merge them right now. Okay, I think I fixed it. Is everyone there? (laughs) I think we're all here. I'm here. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's it's crazy because it disconnected me off the board on the Bluetooth, and then I was just randomly talking, and I couldn't hear anything back, and I thought I lost both of you, and I was like, well, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> well, Tyler, I, I really appreciate you trying to be a one-man show here, and uh, I think you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, and, and you didn't lose it. No, it happens. Well, Curtis, we were talking a little bit about the disaster that was last night. Uh, what were your thoughts about the game in general? Nothing good. Um, like, we were DMing about the defense, and I really do think that it's, un- it's unfortunate that we went 5-1 and one to start the season because, you know, as, as I'm watching the game, and it just, not a lot there to be hopeful for. I'm sitting there looking at the other teams out there to see who might be able to get over five wins so uh, <laughs> so we can improve our draft position so we can do something this off season. Like, I was rooting 
like I told my, my kids, I was like, who do we root for when a game comes on? It says, whoever has the worst record. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it has become, it, that, that's really what it is now. I mean, I, I was, I don't, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think, I don't see us winning another game this season. I really don't. Um, it'll probably happen just because that's how, you know, this works. We, but, do, um, we do have Houston, so maybe if the defense wants to show up for that one. That are you kidding me? It's 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 Watson coming to town. He's going to get his chance to do the, the, the 12 finger thing. So, <laughs> oh, God, the moms. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's no way yeah. he's in that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's pretty bad, guys. It's really bad when you look at um, the offensive stats. And in five of the different key offensive stats in the league, we're either 31st or 32nd with the New York Jets. Think of that. Yeah. I mean, we're right next to the New York Jets. In, in terms of offensive stats, it, it, yeah, I, we we've got any other we've got to start from scratch. We do. In, so any other team that had this bad of an offensive production would have fired their offensive coordinator seasons ago, but we're we're tethered to ours because it's our head coach, and the fact that Montgomery breaks off his longest run, I think, of his career. And then totals eleven carries for the game. Like, does anybody not watch film? The teams who want to beat the Packers run the ball on the Packers. They're notorious for their crappy run defense. Yes, we ran. Yes, we ran Thank the you. ball. We ran the ball a total of what is that sixteen times? Like, oh my god! Yeah. It, it, it was pathetic. Uh, Tyler and I were talking about that before the game even started. It's like, man, you can run on these Packers. They're not, they're not the best thing since sliced bread in terms of stopping the run. Well, and we, we, here's we, the question. Here's the question. Could you, could you even tell who was calling the plays? I mean, I, I didn't see anything new about anything we did. Well, the problem with that is it's the same plays just being called by a different guy. So it's yeah. the same offense. You know, it's like, I don't know. Nagy's obviously got to go. The defense looks like they gave up. So I, I, I can only assume he's lost the, the locker room at this point. He has, and, some, he has some really weird quotes out there. I don't know if you've been seeing what all – Nagy's been saying in the media, but it's it's really weird, man. Like he keeps I was telling my dad earlier, it's like he keeps trying to blow smoke up our ass that we weren't watching the same game he was watching. He said that again, time and time again, it's the same thing. Our off our our offense needs to get better and that our our defense played good. And I'm like, what I don't know what game you were watching. I mean, we got manhandled at the line <laughs> of scrimmage. It wasn't even close. I get Hicks is out, but I mean, it wasn't even the Packers feared. They didn't fear anything. They kept going for it on fourth down, running up the score. They didn't even, they didn't care. I got the, I got the stats pulled up just so I could talk to, 
to these comments. First drive, 14 plays, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Second drive, nine, oh, and, and seven minutes off the clock. Second drive, nine plays, 60 yards, five minutes off the clock, touchdown. Very next play, or very next drive, now in the second quarter, 13 plays, 700, or seven, seven minutes, 50 seconds off the clock, 75 yards, another touchdown. Uh, then we get the fumble, you know, touchdown there, and then it's the, and then it's the half. And they're up 27 to 10 at the half, and the defense played well? No. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and to your point uh, about uh, Montgomery, he, I mean, I'm looking at it too. 11 carries, 103 yards. He averaged 9.4 yards per carry. And you give it to him 11 times. I'm blown away by that. I thought we'd see more of Mitch trying to have more design run or something against these Packers because we basically just played into their hands. We said, look, we're going <laughs> to give the ball to Montgomery a couple times. He's going to do great, but then we're just going to throw into triple and double coverage all night. Yeah. And it's the same old story with Mitch. You know, there's a guy wide open and then he throws in triple coverage and we wonder why he's got two interceptions, you know, it's, and then, Oh my God, he did that thing where he runs out of bounds and loses <laughs> yards. Yep. He did that again. Oh my god! I watched that. I'm like, this is the same bullshit they were getting and getting on his case about in the preseason. You know, like <laughs> it, it really was. Yeah, and, and then for all of us, I think the one bright spot, which has been the defense, that at least we could hold our heads high. Just it wasn't even there last night. I mean, Urban was getting blown off the ball consistently. Buster was his regular self getting um, outmatched with every single wide receiver he went up against. They just looked to see who, hey, where's Buster? Okay, we're going to throw his way. I mean, it, it just was it was a pathetic performance. Well, um, and but usually we yeah. can be proud of our defense. We, we, we It's hard to be proud of them right now. Well, and then you also have Trevathan, like Curtis yeah. brought up in I, when we played Atlanta way back when, saying how slow he was, I think he's actually getting slower. He cannot even guard a tight end, like keep up with him at all. He got blown out of the water last night. The fact that Screen and Trevathan combined for 18 tackles just shows you they were picking on the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter... It doesn't matter if you have Kyle Fuller and if you have Jalen Johnson and if you have Eddie Jackson. None of that matters if you have just slow linebackers and your nickel corner is who's now in your third cornerback is just going to be getting picked on all day long. It was, it was it was frustrating to watch. It was. I think what oh, really hurt. Yeah, did you guys make it all the way through? Yeah, I did. Dad, did you get all the way through? I, I did. It, it was it was it was probably the hardest game to get to the end. I literally wanted to walk away from it, but um, I I did hang in there. I, I think a little bit of alcohol helped. I think <laughs> I think what really sucks is that 
I I got all worked up last week, and I was saying earlier that I'm now to the point where I just I, I'm not gonna get worked up. It is what it is. This one really sucks, though. You don't you don't want to lose the Packers like this. I mean that it's just it leaves an awful awful taste in your mouth, and it's just you know if if Houston blew us out like that, that that's one thing, you know. When usually when the Patriots would play us every now and then they'd come to Chicago and Tom Brady would absolutely crush us. But to have it be Green Bay, that's the part that just sucks about this whole thing. It's, it's been yeah. like that for ten years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I don't I don't know about you guys if it's just being a bear fan, but Aaron Rodgers always has that smug look on his face anyway. And I find it particularly annoying when he's blowing us out, when he when he has that smug look on his face, like, you know, I've got your number, and I've done it to you again, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty pretty bad. You know, at least he's not doing that discount double check freaking belt thing anymore. Oh, that used to drag up the wall. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he had that championship belt when he won the Super Bowl. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's funny that he uh look, I'm not I'm not trying to sit here and act like, you know, the Packers didn't deserve to win and they weren't better than us. They're a better team, but it it's funny how upset like he gets he's <laughs> What I'm trying to say is it's funny how happy he was on our game and how miserable he was when he played Tampa Bay. Like, you, he just, he was acting like we're such a good team or something. Like, I, I don't know. That's how I kind of came off. Like, he was like, yeah, we did it. Like, hugging LaFleur and like, yeah, you know, like it was a playoff game or something. I'm like, dude, we're a bad team. Like, you need to calm down. Tampa whooped your ass. Like, there, there's better, like, I know this sounds bitter, and it is, but the fact is, they're not a good team. Like you brought it up earlier, Curtis. We ran the ball down their throats. We just decided to stop. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I, I feel like Nagy and his whole offensive staff has no concept on how to to scheme for a, for a game. I, I I really don't. You yeah. know, and then that stuff they were they were talking about that stuff about the uh, no him routes, like there's no designed routes for certain receivers and stuff, and how everything just canned, and it doesn't matter who's on the field because the play is either going to go to this or to that, or just it goes to the position and not to the player. That's such garbage. Like, yeah. like you pay twenty million dollars to a receiver so you can scheme that player open. You know what I mean? Like you don't just. That that whole article about from the tight ends coach was so revealing, and everything I've seen written on it since then has just enlightened me so much to how Nagy just just does not get it. You know, in his mind, he's playing Madden, and it doesn't matter, you know, who's on the field as long as the play gets executed, right? And your little robots are going to run their run their plays, and he has no idea how to to tailor his offense. To the, not only the players he has, but also to how how to the to play to the weaknesses of the opponent, you know. And like, I, I could beat this horse all night. Like, why aren't we running the ball in Green Bay? You know what we need to do. And I'm just going to jump right to it, guys. Go for we it. need Harbaugh. 
Really? In Narva. <laughs> so not only hey, would I, we have not only I for that. Check this out. Not only would our quarterback be Colin Kaepernick right now, but Harbaugh knew how to beat the Packers. Go back and look at when he was running the 49ers. Yeah, they killed the him. Packers, the Packers could have had two losses in a season, and they would have been one to the 49ers in regular season and one in the playoffs and because he just refused to lose to the Packers. He... I don't know if it's because he used to be a bear and just has that hate in his heart or whatever it was, but that dude, he just knew how to beat the Packers. It didn't matter who was out there. Yeah. He just he crushed them. And they would have pulled the trigger on Colin Kaepernick a long time ago because that was his guy, and I'm telling you, I don't think it's going too well at Michigan. I'm not too sure. Maybe he's willing. He's you know, ready to come back. So I'm pretty sure. We need to get rid of him. We need, we need to get rid of Pace. We need to get rid of the whole – the whole shebang. I'm yeah, I, I, I love that idea, Curtis. And, and you know, uh, we saw this Sunday the the Jaguars got rid of their GM. Uh, we saw that Patricia got fired with uh, uh, Detroit. What do you What do you think? You, you think the Bears will will pull the trigger on uh, our GM or our coach early? Can we get rid of Ted Phillips too? Yeah, that, he, <laughs> there's a lot of articles. Yeah. There's a lot of articles on like Wendy Sidney Grinder and stuff talking about how he he should be the one who's really on the hot seat because he hasn't done anything. Uh, real quick though, I think uh, on a cold like night in this uh, still night in Indiana, you can actually hear the swearing and screaming from Ann Arbor. So I'm pretty sure they'll be happy to get rid of Jim Hardball because it is not going well <laughs> at all. I mean, getting roasted by Michigan State right off the rip, that was not a good look. Oof. So I, I I don't know. Oh, yeah. I Man, the only thing with Hardball is like, man, he's so bad at Michigan, but you like people forget how good he was as a 49er coach. Like he literally – turn that whole team around and he did beat the hell out of the Packers too. And who was his defensive coordinator? It was Vic, Vic wasn't Fangio. it? Yeah. It was Vic Fangio. We we never should have let that guy walk. No, we should have yeah, gave him like head it. coach money. We, like not yes. not be a head coach, but head coach money. That's what we should all I remember him. when they got I remember when they when they got rid of uh of Fox, I was like so anxious that they were going to like, I was like, don't let Fangio walk. And then he starts taking interviews. Oh, and then they, they were able to keep him. And I was like, well, there's our saving grace. We kept Fangio. Cause that dude knew how to run this defense. And right. You know what I mean? But he's gone now. So unless Denver fires him, you know, there's no chance of getting him back. But I don't know, man, I, they need to just clean the freaking house out. They need to, they need to let, at this point, just, you know, probably franchise him and try to trade him. We get rid of Robinson. They need to get rid of Mac. That guy, if you can so easily scheme a player out of a game, why are you paying him this much money? Forget about it. Goodbye. I love you, Mac, but if you can be taken out of a game that, that easily, I've got no time and no money for this. Right. Goodbye. Um, give me some more middle of it. I mean, think about it, guys. So the whole, like, who's better, Khalil Mack or um, 
uh, Aaron Donald, Donald, right? Aaron Donald. So what person is continually in the game, no matter what, and what person gets schemed out on a regular basis, right? Yeah. If you got to get, yeah, you never see Donald get schemed out. No, no, he's always a factor because he's coming through the middle. It's too easy to isolate somebody with a, with a chip or something coming off the edge. No, if you're in the freaking meat, if you're in the meat of the line, you've got to deal with that dude on a constant, constant basis. And I was watching the end of that game, hoping the Niners are going to win because, again, I wanted them to, to get that fifth win. <laughs> and I was like, they're, they're talking about Aaron Donald. They're like, oh, he, they got to, you know, it's going to have to be quick throws because Aaron Donald's been in his face all night. And I'm just like, okay, what did Mac have? What? No tackles and three assists. I don't think he had any pressures. I, just, I don't, I have no idea. It's like, it's like, who are you? I forgot. I've forgotten. I've, I've forgotten that Mac was on the field so often that I don't need him to be on the team anymore. Trade him, get that first round pick and use it to, to get us a freaking Trevor Lawrence type. It's like, that's where I'm at. Like, just dump it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. We, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm completely there i i just i think he'd bring more value to another team too and right now where we're at it doesn't make sense to hold on to him like at all and what what is alarming is if you do look at aaron donald and the number of triple teams and double teams he faces and the one consistent thing with him is it doesn't matter the other pieces on that defensive line to get him help. He's still going to get his. And I feel like with Mac, we've always tried to been or tried to find that missing piece and try to get him surrounded with, you know, you know, help and, and we're not doing it. I mean, we've already talked, beat the horse enough about Robert Quinn and what a mistake that was. It just, I, so yeah, long story short, I, I agree, man. I mean, I think, you got to part ways and you got to say goodbye and you got to move on because things got to change. Cause it's just, it's a disaster. It's a tire fire right now. Here's what you do, bro. You, you, you can keep Eddie Jackson. He's pretty young. You dump truck, you dump Kyle Fuller, right? You gotta, you gotta dump Mac. You gotta dump, um, what's his nuts? Uh, Alan Robinson, you could get probably two first and a second out of that group. Well, the right? thing the Just, thing with Allen is he's going to walk regardless because we not like, if we well we if we franchise him. Yeah, but I just feel like he won't. If we still have pace, I feel like it, pace it, is going to be like nope. I mean, it's the it's the it's the shitty way to do it. But you franchise him and then you trade him and just just get rid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's not winning the he's not winning the one on ones. He's not worth the twenty some odd million dollars he wants. It's you know, I don't know who takes the spot, but you know, we pick up a free agent, somebody who's I don't know, but he ain't worth the money he he wants, or else he would have been resigned already. Um, we need an offensive line, man. We need we need a quarterback yeah. and an offensive line. Yeah, you know, so badly. All and, of our defense is so old. It's, uh, blow it up, brother. Yeah it, it, yeah, it really is clearing house. And 
you know, the one question I, I, I really have is, you know, do, will, will they have the gonads to just start like a lot of teams are starting and, and just starting to cut personnel? And that starts with the top. Um, I like your comment about Ted Phillips. I, I, I think a complete cleaning of the um, executive level needs to occur all the way down from the, to the GM to the, the coach and, and just just pretend like we got a new franchise and build it up from scratch. Tell you what, I'm retirement eligible, man. <laughs> I will move to Chicago. It's I not, will move to Chicago. I sound, right. give me a shot. Here we go. Virginia. Give me a shot, Virginia. You can't do I'm worse, man. It'd be really hard to uh, do worse than you know. I'm I'm looking right now as everyone's talking about uh, Ted Phillips and his contract, and I it, there's nothing there, which is scary. I don't know if I'm just not looking in the right places, but that. That seems to be uh, very odd. I don't know what blackmail that guy has, but I, I don't understand why he's on the. I, I don't. I don't get it. He hasn't done jack since he's been here. We've gotten to one Super Bowl under him. It just doesn't make sense to me. I I, I don't know. He's 